0: Friends, I am Gian, the founding pastor for Victory Church in Odessa, Texas. Welcome to our Bible study, lesson number 57, (laughs) November 6th, 2018. This evening, my wife Tracy is going to read a long reading, and you will bear with us while we read the scripture, but also with us is Charlie Ray. How are you doing, Charlie? Pretty good. Excellent. How are you feeling, sweetheart? Good. Good. Ready to read.
1: Good. Oh yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Listen up, and I won't take that long. Get your
0: Bible <laughs> and uh, Jesus read with us. Genesis twenty-seven,
1: verse one through twenty-eight, verse nine.
0: And we read in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.
1: Isaac grew up, and his eyes became so weak that he could not see clearly. One day, he called his older son Esau to him and said, "Son." Esau answered, Here I am, Isaac said, I am old, maybe I will die soon, so take your bow and arrows and go hunting. Kill an animal for me to eat, prepare the food that I love, bring it to me, and I will eat it. Then I will bless you before I die. So Esau went hunting. Rebekah was listening when Isaac told this to his son Esau. Rebekah said to her son Jacob, Listen, I heard your father talking to your brother Esau, Your father said, Kill an animal for me to eat. Prepare the food for me, and I will eat it. Then, with the Lord as my witness, I will bless you before I die. So listen, son, and do what I tell you. Go out to our goats and bring me two young ones. I will prepare them the way your father loves them. Then you will carry the food to your father, and he will bless you before he dies. But Jacob told his mother, Rebekah, My brother Esau is a hairy man. I am not hairy like him. If my father touches me, he will know that I am not Esau. Then he will not bless me. He will curse me because I tried to trick him. So Rebekah said to him, I will accept the blame if there is trouble. Do what I said. Go get the goats for me. So Jacob went out and got two goats and brought them to his mother. His mother cooked the goats in the special way that Isaac loved. Then Rebekah took the clothes that her older son Esau loved to wear. She put these clothes on the younger son Jacob she took the skins of the goats and put them on jacob's hands and on his neck then she got the food and she set and she had cooked that she had cooked and gave it to jacob jacob went to his father and said father his father answered yes son who are you jacob said to his father i am esau your first son i have done what you told me now sit up and eat the meat the meat from the animals that i hunted for you then you can bless me but isaac said to his son How have you hunted and killed the animals so quickly? Jacob answered, Because the Lord your God allowed me to find the animals quickly. Then Isaac said to Jacob, Come near to me so that I can feel you, my son. If I can feel you, I will know if you are really my son Esau. So Jacob went to Isaac, his father. Isaac felt him and said, Your voice sounds like Jacob's voice, but your arms are hairy like the arms of Esau. Isaac did not know it was Jacob, because his arms were hairy like Esau's. So Isaac blessed Jacob. Isaac said, Are you really my son Esau? Jacob answered, Yes, I am. Then Isaac said, Bring me the food. I will eat it and bless you. So Jacob gave him the food, and he ate it. Then Jacob gave him some wine, and he drank it. Then Isaac said to him, Son, come near and kiss me. So Jacob went to his father and kissed him. When Isaac smelled Esau's clothes, he blessed him and said, My son smells like the fields the Lord has blessed. May God give you plenty of rain, good crops, and wine. May the nations serve you and many people bow down to you. You will rule over your brothers. Your mother's sons will bow down to you and obey you. Whoever curses you will be cursed. Whoever blesses you will be blessed. Isaac finished blessing Jacob. Then... Just as Jacob left his father, Isaac, Esau, came in from hunting. Esau prepared the food in the special way his father loved. He brought it to his father and said, Father, I am your son. Get up and eat the meat from the animals that I killed for you. Then you can bless me. But Isaac said to him, Who are you? He answered, I am your son, your first son, Esau. Then Isaac became so upset that he began to shake. He said, then who was it that cooked that cooked and brought me food before you came? I ate it all, and I blessed him. Now it is too late to take back my blessing. When Esau heard his father's words, he became very angry and bitter. He cried out and said to his father, Then bless me also, father. Isaac said, Your brother tricked me. He came and took your blessing. Esau said, His name is Jacob. That is the right name for him. He has tricked me twice. He took away my rights as the firstborn son, and now he has taken away my blessing. Then Esau said, Have you saved any blessing for me? Isaac answered, I have already given Jacob the power to rule over you, and I said all his brothers would be his servants. I have given him the blessing for much grain and wine. There is nothing left to give you, my son. But Esau continued to beg his father, Do you have only one blessing, Father? Bless me also, Father. Esau began to cry. Then Isaac said to him, You will not live on good land. You will not have much rain. You will have to fight to live, and you you will be a slave to your brother. But when you fight to be free, you will break away from his control. After that, Esau hated Jacob because of this blessing. Esau said to himself, My father will soon die, and after we are finished with that, I will kill Jacob. <laughs> Rebekah heard what Esau's plans, that about Esau's plan to kill Jacob. She sent for Jacob and said to him, Listen, your brother Esau is planning to kill you. So, son, do what I say. My brother Laban is living in Haran. Go to him and hide. Stay with him for a short time until your brother stops being angry. When your brother forgets what you did to him, I will send a servant to bring you back. I don't want to lose both of my sons the same day. Then Rebekah said to Isaac, Your son Esau married Hittite women. I am very upset about this, because they are not our people. I'll have nothing to live for if Jacob marries one of these women. Isaac called Jacob and blessed him. Then Isaac gave him a command and said, You must not marry a Canaanite woman. So leave this place and go to Paddan Aram. Go to the house of Bethuel, your mother's father. Laban, your mother's brother, lives there. Marry one of his daughters. I pray that God all-powerful will bless you and give you many children. I pray that you will become the father of a great nation and that God will bless you and your children the same way he blessed Abraham. And I pray that you will own the land where you live. This is the land God gave to Abraham. So Isaac sent Jacob to Rebekah's brother in Padan Aram. Jacob went to Laban, son of Bethuel, the Aramean. Laban was the brother of Rebekah, the mother of Jacob and Esau. Esau learned that his father Isaac blessed Jacob and sent him away to Paddan Aram to find a wife there. He also learned that Isaac commanded Jacob not to marry a Canaanite woman. Esau learned that Jacob obeyed his father and his mother and went to Padan Padan Aram. Esau saw that this saw from this that his father did not want his sons to marry Canaanite women. Women. Esau already had two wives, but he went to Abraham's son Ishmael and married another woman, Mahalath, the daughter of Ishmael. Mahalath was
0: Nebaiot sister. sister. Well, it's a long reading. Thank you. Thank you, sweetheart. Friends, we are going to study tonight a lesson. The title is Sweet Family. What a sweet family we have here. It's a very, very complex story. We are going to review some items, but more likely we will stay with this reading probably for a couple of more weeks. Because it's just too much, so much to share. So tonight we are going to, to start this uh, study, okay? Not that we necessarily we are going to read the whole thing again every week, but.
1: Oh, thank you. <laughs> I was wondering.
0: Right? No, no, we are not going to read the whole thing uh, every every week, parts. but uh, but we are going to discuss what exactly was happening here. It is somehow sad to see that uh, in some some occasions like this because of the inconvenience which in this case was the two wives of Esau that was the inconvenience that created this animosity in the in the family and uh, Isaac was not able to to do much about it Mm -mm. Last week we talked about intercultural families. Do you remember? Mm-hmm. We talked about it, and we know that uh, it is uh, it is complex when you have family members marrying people from other cultures, and uh, then we have this blend families. It is it is complex, and some of the things that we discussed last week is that today we have to be to be very understanding of those the situations because mm-hmm. it's, it's just the way that the world mm-hmm. is. Right? Uh, interracial yeah. marriages, intercultural uh, marriages.
1: Like we are.
0: Like in our case and in some cases are they, they belong to different uh, religions. They have different yeah. beliefs. Right. It is complex. Very. But we agree that the key is respect. Respect to everyone's views and everyone's um, beliefs basically respecting others okay Isaac saw this problem when uh, when Jacob married the first women the first woman but right? he saw that problem the question is how this happened because the the whole story between Isaac and Rebekah is the story of a father Abraham who sent his servant Eliezer, Eliezer to, to to get a woman for Isaac precisely this is the point
1: from the same
0: precisely because the the women in that area in Canaan they were not the kind of people that Abraham wanted to to have a daughter-in-law
1: right
0: so Isaac knows he that he
1: wanted godly women
0: Isaac knew it Isaac had Rebekah so Isaac could compare Rebekah with the other women in that area and he knew it you know mm-hmm. Rebekah was a, a different kind of woman and we we studied about her her characteristics so the question here is what really happened with Isaac and his says why why Isaac never stopped Esau of uh, this attempt and finally he got two wives from uh, that kind of people and why Isaac didn't stop
1: them? why he didn't stop Esau from marrying hmm. a Canaanite woman exactly
0: why he did well, that well it's
1: kind of like when we talked last week um, mm-hmm. your child comes to you or well, not child but Yeah, your child comes to you and says, I'm going to marry this person. I would like your blessing and you don't care for them. You can't do anything to stop them. You can't step in and say, no, you're not marrying them because they're just going to get married anyway. Mm -hmm. And Esau may not have even asked permission, but I mean, he knew his father wouldn't approve it and probably just married her anyway, with or without his permission. Or he uh, may, they may have talked about it. And it Isaac it's, said
0: it's possible. Uh,
1: Anything's possible.
0: It's possible. I, I just wonder if uh, Isaac's uh, leadership was not <laughs> strong enough. I wonder about that. I wonder if he was uh, not strong enough as a leader to, to define certain things in his family, saying, as they hey, were- hey, guys, Esau, Jacob's kids, come here. I want you to see this reality here. Yeah. Women here are not the best women in the world. Look at your mother. Look look how your mother behaves. It, it seems like he didn't uh, push it. It seems like he, he didn't lead the kids in that direction necessarily. It seems like. But we know that Rebecca was close to Jacob.
1: Mm-hmm. Because he worked in the kitchen or worked near her.
0: He was close to he her. Was,
1: and Esau was out in the fields and right. so therefore he was close to his dad. Mm-hmm.
0: So one, one thing that I want to bring to our attention is for, for us husbands, fathers, we are in a position of influence and uh, we need to, to use, that, use that influence. Speaking those things that we need to say to our children, to those who are around us. Not at us. the
1: last minute.
0: And not at the last minute. I mean, we need to start. Early. We need to talk about those things and share with them. We understand they are going to make their own decisions, but just because kids eventually make their own decisions, that doesn't mean that you are not going to speak. Because look at this. Um, you can think, well, you know, my kids are going to this, to do whatever they decide to do. I, I get that. But uh, you don't apply that to everything because no. you, you, you just force them to brush their teeth before uh, they go to sleep or after yeah. meals. Uh, you force them to, to clean up their rooms or take a shower to get clean, etc. So many good things you enforce in your home with your children. It's a proof that... You can make an influence, you can direct them. And you know, Mm -hmm. after years of kids brushing their teeth and getting a bath and keeping rooms clean, that creates habits and uh, a way of thinking. So, we parents, father or mother, regardless, but particularly a dad, it's our duty to keep to our kids about. The principles, the values, and what we believe and share with them. It seems here like Isaac didn't do much about it. He was kind of, okay, well, yeah. whatever, yeah. whatever happens. It, it seems like I, I'm not sure, but it, it gives me that impression that he didn't uh, push it much yeah. in in Isas life, Isas life, and um, well.
1: You just, but you just don't know because it we know, we don't know about that story.
0: Well, we we know some, but not much, right? Right. Okay. Now here is the point in Isaac's, Isaac's life. He is old. It uh, it seems like he's semi-blind. He can't see well, and uh, it's possible that he he can see that his days are counted. It's possible that he was thinking. You know, eventually I'm gonna die, and I gotta do something here.
1: Yeah.
0: And in that moment, he thought, well, you know, I need to give the blessing to my kids. I need to bless my kid, the one that is going to be the new leader for the family. Which uh, in our days will be like preparing a will, mm-hmm. right? Determining, you know, who is going to be in charge of this, who is going to take control of that in writing yeah. something like that is what he was planning but it, it, is, it is it is very interesting that what he says is okay i'm going to do that but before i do that i want to have a good meal Yeah. <laughs> he says you know there is something hey son come here boy come here so he comes hey listen I want you to go and get me that meal that I like very, very much. And uh, well, I just want to open a parenthesis here that we we really need to appreciate what we have every day in our tables. Yeah. You know, even if it's a simple peanut butter sandwich or a fabulous steak or whatever you like to eat—lobster, shrimp, salmon, or whatever you eat—you know, (laughs) could be could be yeah, simple simple thing as a. Couple of cereal or whatever you eat, ice cream,
1: <laughs>
0: pancakes, uh, crepes, etc. Okay. So, I think it's a, it's a good thing that you see here the humanity in Isaac saying, you know, I'm, I'm about to go, but before I go, I want a good meal. I want my favorite yeah. meal. Now, Rebecca was listening because Rebecca was aware. And that is normal in in a family. You know, the wife knows the husband and kind of reads the husband, what he wants, what is he thinking of, you know, where is his mind, you know, what is his, he is considering to do now. Rebecca kind of knew it and he, she decided, you know, he's calling Esau, I'm going to find out what's, what's the story here, because. I am mad at, at Esau. He married these two women that I don't like. And my concern, she says, is that this, this boy and his wives are going to take everything mm. and I will have nothing. I'm really concerned about it. And I am old.
1: Logical thinking.
0: And uh, what what I am going to live for? I mean, are they going to kick me out from my house and the properties and what about the servants and everything else we have? So it's a natural, it's a natural concern, which brings me again to the point of what was happening with Isaac's leadership. And I go back to you friends, listening and watching. I believe that men in these days, they are. They need to be more careful. We men need to be more careful and prudent in, in what's going to happen to our wives, our kids and everybody else the day that we leave this planet. We need to think about that because it's somehow irresponsible just to not have any plans or not having a clear... Uh, a clear, structured way of how the rest of the family is going to, to be taking care of the day that we leave. So there is so much to discuss, but uh, we, we need to, to finish uh, here for today. I promise you next week we will continue this. This section has so much to discuss. But uh, for today, we are going to stop it here, and we appreciate your time, and uh, remember we have here on the screen the email address, the phone number, the website. Please feel free to reach out, send, you, send us your comments or your prayer request. We would love to to be in touch with you, and we appreciate your likes and your shares of these posts, and uh, we wish you a beautiful night since uh, we are finishing here. Yes. I just want to thank you, Charlie, again for being You're with welcome. us, and thank you for reading, Hattie. You're welcome. That was great. And uh, to you. Remember, seek first the kingdom of the Lord, and everything else will be added to you. Have a beautiful night. Bye.